Welcome to Tabletop Journal's Seat Yourself podcast series on the hospitality tabletop industry. Hosted by Dave Turner, Seat Yourself is 20 to 30 minutes of what's happening in the world of hospitality tabletop. Dave is the globally known chief evangelist and editor for tabletopjournal.com. A non-traditional journalist, Dave has spent nearly 30 years as a sales and marketing executive in the world of hospitality. This podcast was originally published on the week of January 27, 2020 and runs for approximately 25 minutes. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our Seat Yourself podcast. I'm Dave Turner, and I'm your host here at Seat Yourself, and I want to welcome you to this mid-January episode. It's episode number 59, in fact. Seat Yourself is our approximately 20 to 25 minutes or so podcast on all things in the world of hospitality tabletop. In today's episode, we've got news on a major rebrand that took place last week for a great legacy brand within our industry. And along with the latest news of the much-anticipated Ambiente show that is scheduled to kick off in about 11 days or so in Frankfurt, Germany. If you won't be able to join us at this year's Ambiente, that's a pity because it's going to be a truly incredible trade show, not only from a size standpoint, but from a quality standpoint as well. And while traditionally it's been considered a consumer show, this year begins a new era at Ambiente, whereby they'll have a major portion of the show devoted to Horeca, or hotel and restaurant and catering sector. And while they've always had hotel and restaurant products exhibiting at Ambiente, the category has grown and grown. And now you'll see it has more attention than ever and even has its own Horeca Academy. But more on that in a few minutes. And in our company news, we've got a couple of great buffet and serveware companies we'll be talking about. And of course, each has some pretty interesting tabletop products as well, as the traditional buffetware companies continue to expand into tabletop and vice versa. Then we get to roll right straight into our 60 Seconds with Shannon segment, where we're joined by the lovely and the talented Shannon Talon. Shannon, of course, is the well-known category manager for tableware and buffetware at Chicago's Edward Don and Company. Today's conversation with Shannon is one of our most interesting ones we've had in a while, as we discuss what, what makes a great glassware supplier. With its high replacement rates and service requirements, Glassware is a bit unique within the tabletop product category, and Shannon gives us her insights and how she views the requirements that it takes to be a great supplier in that category. You won't want to miss it. And then we wrap it all up with our commentary segment. And today we'll be talking about purpose versus paycheck and why it's important that organizations understand their purpose, then walk that talk, and why purpose is different than a mission. So now, with all that, it's still a week to go before the big game, but let's kick off this episode number 59 of our Seat Yourself podcast. And as we always do here at Seat Yourself, we start with our stat of the week. This week's stat of the week is 17%. That's a system-wide growth from the family dining chain Black Bear Diner this past year in a category, family dining, that only grew 1.7%. Now, this isn't meant to be a commercial about Black Bear Diner, but it is meant to be a message about the need for tabletop suppliers and suppliers of all types, frankly, to understanding and targeting successful customers with whom you want to do business with. With a strategy built around creating the right experience, Black Bear Diner and their new CEO, Anita Adams, believes that experience is much more important these days than discounting. And they execute against that experience strategy on a daily basis. 
For instance, instead of cutting labor costs through automation or trying to drive sales through off-premise dining and delivery, Blackbird Diner is moving in exactly the opposite direction. In fact, they're actually investing in labor to provide better service and improving the quality of their food, all with the idea of improving guest-facing parts of their overall operations. And yes, they're changing up the menu offerings to stay relevant to today's more food-aware guests. And while many don't consider family dining restaurants very exciting, Blackbird Diner is an example of a chain that has embraced their identity. It connects with its guests and is evolving to meet today's customer requirements. And most importantly, Blackberry Dyna is committed to elevating the overall guest experience. And as I just said, Blackberry Dyna understands their guests, they connect with them, and they deliver to them a consistent brand experience. And all of this, it's resulted in success as Blackberry Dyna has grown to over 140 units in 14 states. And it plans on opening another 20 to 22 units per year going forward. Success in a category that others are struggling in. All by keeping it simple. Good food, good service, good guest experience. When tabletop suppliers think about who they'd like as customers, partnering with those that are successful, those who understand who they are and who they're not, has to be at the top of the list. Plus 17%. That's the sales growth at the very successful and growing Black Bear Diner chain. And that's our stat of the week. 17%. And the news this past week, the big news came out of Crown Brands LLC as they rebrand all now under a very familiar industry name. An announcement made by Brian O'Rourke, president of Crown Brands LLC, effective January 20th, the company has officially changed its name to the Oneida Hospitality Group. O'Rourke explained this rebranding and how it reflects the heritage and focus of the company by stating, Oneida is a well-recognized and respected brand with history and integrity. We've been planning this name change along with other strategy changes to position the company for accelerated growth. In addition to the Oneida brand, the new Oneida Hospitality Group is a collection of other distinguished brands, which include Update International and Tomlinson Industries, along with Focus Food Service, Johnson Rose, and Coract. The new brand standards and logo are effective January 20th of this year and have been released to the market. A rebranded website is coming soon. Oneida Hospitality Group, formerly Crown Brands, was formed in 2014 with the acquisition of Focus Food Service, Update International, and Johnson Rose Brands. Corec Foods was acquired in 2015, and in a span of four months, Tomlinson was added to the folio in October 2018, and finally, Oneida joined in January of 2019. We here at Tabletop Journal have always, always thought of the Oneida as a great brand name with incredible legacy and heritage. We're excited to see what the future will bring with this enduring brand and as it continues to return to prominence within the food service and hospitality industries. Again, best of luck to Brian and his team over there. And also in the news this past week, well, it's finally here. The final preparations are underway for the start of the 2020 edition of Ambiente which, as you know by now, is the world's largest and best consumer goods show. And of course, as we've been talking all through the fall and even before about all the increased attention and focus that on the Horeca sector that Ambiente is going to have, both this year and beyond. Included in that focus is their Horeca Academy. That's an educational forum that will give you the answers to many global questions on trends and much, much more. 
Questions like, uh, say you're wondering if which global developments are currently causing a stir in the hospitality sector in Europe that might be just coming to America next? You'll find it out at the Horeca Academy. Or perhaps you're wondering about the latest design trends on the other side of the world in the front of the house area. Or perhaps you know intuitively that tabletop matters, but have been wondering about the specific science behind that concept of how the choice of tableware impacts a person's experience when they're having a meal in your restaurant. This first edition of the Horeca Academy at Ambiente 2020 is the perfect place to hear from experts, experts who are both academics and practitioners. And it'll all be at center stage in Hall 6.0, where you'll have exhibitors showcasing the finest in front of the house products from literally all around the globe. Each day at the Horeca Academy, there'll be presentations and panel discussions, all presenting international points of view. And they'll be talking about topics and trends that you can take back home to implement in your business operation, or perhaps ideas that will help you understand your customer's point of view just a little bit better. Trends travel around the globe so quickly these days. Here's a chance to learn what's happening in different parts of the world, all from experts, all from practitioners. And our role in all of this? We couldn't be more excited to share the stage at the upcoming Horeca Academy on Monday afternoon of Ambiente. The topic we'll be discussing is perfect. It's the issue of authenticity, just how important it is to guests and how it drives guest loyalty. And we'll be doing it with three of our industry's most talented professionals. First, Maham Anjum. She's a very talented London-based designer and ceramicist who brings authentic ceramic shapes and pieces to top restaurants in all corners of the culinary world. You've heard Maham's interviews on Tabletop Journal in the past, and now you'll have the opportunity to hear her live. Also joining us will be London's Asma Khan. Asma has the globally renowned and award-winning London restaurant Darjeeling Express, where she and her all-female team celebrate not only the food, but also the heritage, the culture, the community, and the quality of the food from her native India. And finally, we'll be joined by internationally known food designer, Francesca Zampoio. And if you're not quite sure what a food designer is, come and listen to Francesca speak. With a PhD in design theory applied to food design, Dr. Francesca Zampoio's most recent milestone was creating and founding the online school of food design. Her ideas and her thinking will make sure that you never look at or think about food quite the same ever again. Authenticity, why it's important to guests and why it drives guest loyalty. We'll be on stage at the Horeca Academy on Monday afternoon in Hall 6.0 at 4 o'clock. Each day, the Horeca Academy of Ambiente will have something going on starting at 11 a.m., all right on the exhibit floor in Hall 6.0. We've got a link to the entire program schedule for the Horeca Academy on our industry news page of Tabletop Journal. You can find it all there. And in company news this week, if you're planning to be one of the many from all over the world who will be attending the Ambiente Trade Fair in Frankfurt in the coming weeks, one of the exhibitors you must add to your must-see list is Germany-based APS. They're the folks who are experts at buffetware and, yes, Tabletop too along with barware and much, much more. SR and Pot is the company's official name, but most people simply know them by their brand name, APS, and they're manufacturers and distributors of a comprehensive selection of functional and, yes, trendy, buffet and serveware products. 
And since 1933, the team at APS has been working on as an owner-managed family business, producing an attractive product assortment made specifically for the hotel, restaurant, and catering industry. APS has products in eight sectors of the categories, ranging from buffet and display pieces to melamine and ceramic and tabletop, and even serveware, on up to chafers, barware, and many more accessories too. They offer application-friendly solutions for all types of hospitality operators and the complete lineup of professional needs. And these are solutions that are always based on the latest trends. The overall APS range today currently has more than 3,000 items, and we've just received their 2020 new products catalog, and it's 50-plus pages of all gorgeous, all new, and all top quality items. This family-owned and family-run business of APS, it was founded in 1933, and their dedicated and innovative approach to buffetware, tabletop, and barware has made them popular throughout the food service and hospitality industry in Europe for decades. And now, thanks to their partnership with Libby's Food Service Team, the APS product catalog is now available in North America. The partnership with Libby was announced at last year's NRA show, and so far, it looks like the perfect combination. So while you're at Ambiente, be sure and stop and see APS in their new location in Hall 6.0. APS, like many other companies, has moved to Hall 6 on the ground floor. It will be the central area for all things Hureka and the home of the Hureka Academy. And while you're at APS, give a big hello to Bastian Becker. He's Assistant Managing Director of APS, and he's a great guy. And you can check out Bastian and APS in the video he did last year at Ambiente that we posted on our journal page of Tabletop Journal. You can also go to APS's website, which is APS-Germany.de. And no worries, there's a perfect English version on their site as well. And of course, if you're located in North America, be sure to check out APS on the Libby Food Service website. That address, as you know by now, is LibbyFoodService.com. APS, great products, great people, and a great partner with Libby Food Service. And in other company news this week, Speaking of buffet and beverage service companies, Service Ideas is out with its new 2020 catalog. In this year's edition, it's 160 plus pages of great products for improving the guest food and beverage experience. All once again showcasing how this 70-year-old, family-owned and family-run company keeps up with the times and stays on trend. One of the new range of products we love in this year's Service Ideas catalog is the Natural Elements Collection. With a wide variety of designs that all mimic nature, from gray marble to leather to wood, and yes, they've got both light and dark woods, by the way. The Natural Elements Collection designs from Service Ideas go on their products like their cold beverage dispensers, their 981 servers, and even their non-slip insert trays. Service Ideas has done a great job of integrating design into product categories that no long ago might have been thought of as primarily just functional. And now, through design, Service Ideas helps operators of all types liven up their food and beverage presentations and give the guest a better overall food and beverage experience. And after all, isn't that what it's all about? Service Ideas. They've been doing it right since 1946 when Art Murray started the company. Make sure you check out the 2020 catalog from Service Ideas. You can download it from their website, serviceideas.com. Now, 60 Seconds with Shannon, where Dave sits down with Shannon Talon of Edward Donovan Company and asks the question of the week. This week, Shannon discusses what makes a great glassware supplier.
Hi, everybody. We're back here again with Shannon Talon. Shannon, of course, is the lovely and the talented category buyer and manager for tabletop and buffetware out at Edward Don and Company in Chicago. And Shannon, today uh, I've got a glassware category question for you. And glassware to me is a, is a little unique in the tabletop category, mostly because of the replacement rates. Uh, it's nearly like disposables in the, in the velocity of the replacements and so on. But what are the three or four uh, really critical areas that a glassware manufacturer must do to be a key supplier in your eyes? And then are those priorities any different from the supplier, from the priorities that you'd expect from suppliers of other tabletop categories like China, flatware, tabletop lighting, and, and so forth? There are some key things, I think, in glassware. I mean, you're right. Uh, the glassware category is a bit different than dinnerware and flatware and some of these other accessory categories. I think one of the key, the, the most key element is having inventory uh, a- available. So I know that forecasting and determining inventory levels is a challenge for every manufacturer, but in glassware in particular, because to your point, it's that annuity product. It's that product that has such high replacement rates. Product has to be available when when customers, uh, or operators need their their case of wine glasses or their case of flutes or their case of rocks glasses. They need it. You know, they need it now. So availability is really key. Uh, the amount of breakage, obviously, in in glassware is so significant uh, that I think. Uh, manufacturers that have solutions for breakage in transit um, or from a transportation standpoint um, also add value to the supply chain and to, to distributors and to operators. Um, so if that's, you know, unique packaging solutions or whatever the case may be, having solutions for uh, reducing breakage is also critical. And then I would say beyond that, it's, you know, the, the, the key differentiators or the key elements are very similar to China flatware, table lighting, tabletop accessories. Um, it's it's the it's the relationship. It's the ability of the representatives from those factories or the rep groups that that uh, represent them to be able to help distributor sales reps not only tout the features and benefits of the glassware, uh, but also help operators understand uh, cost in use, understanding the right item for the right application. So. You know, somebody may be using a 16 ounce mixing glass or pint glass for uh, their beer, but by elevating that experience and, you know, putting the beer in the right Pilsner or the right stout glass or whatever the case may be, uh, that's a way that really allows operators to elevate the guest experience and usually charge a little bit more for the product on their menu. Uh, so I, I think that there's there's uh, similarities and common elements throughout the categories, but those are some of the nuances in glassware that would make a manufacturer really set themselves apart. Yeah, the service levels and the service expectations on glassware are quite a bit different than flatware and, and, and dinnerware. And, and those are the ones that I think of specifically, but there are some very specific uh, expectations in the glassware category that might not exist in uh, uh, for uh, suppliers of dinnerware or flatware. Yeah, for sure. Now here's Dave with this week's commentary. This week, Dave talks about what a company's purpose is and why it's different than a paycheck. In today's commentary, I want to talk about what your company's purpose is and why it's important. And why it's different than a paycheck. And I'm not talking about your company's mission or what it does. I'm speaking more about the why it does what it does. Today, the challenge to recruit top young talent is real. We've talked about that frequently here before on Seat Yourself. 
the ability to recruit top young talent and then retaining it is an overwhelming differentiator in nearly every industry these days. And certainly it is within the hospitality and the hospitality tabletop sectors. And today, with more multi-generational workforces than ever before, every employee from Gen Z to millennial on up to Gen Xers are all interested in their employer's purpose. And in these days of historically low unemployment, particularly here in the United States, but elsewhere around the world as well, the purpose matters just as much as the paycheck. There's plenty of evidence that we live today in perhaps the greatest economic times in the history of mankind. And yet, employees want to know an organization's purpose before signing on to go to work there. And that purpose has to be a lot more than just words. The why an organization exists is critical, not just the what it does. And an organization's purpose must be real as well. Actions of all employees must reaffirm the organization's stated purpose, especially those actions of its leaders. Those actions or the organization's brand culture, defines exactly who the organization really is. And very often, there is a variance between the organization's stated purpose and its everyday brand culture. Too often, companies believe their purpose is to, quote-unquote, make money. Well, certainly being profitable is not a bad thing. In fact, being profitable is a very good thing. But it's good because it allows the company to continue doing what it does and to pursue its purpose. But yet today, there's no question that many companies and organizations struggle to align the actions in their brand culture with their stated purpose. Or better said, they struggle getting the actual brand culture to match up with their aspirational culture or purpose. And think about this for a minute. Your competitors can copy your products, they can even copy your selling methods, and they can do this all at lower prices. But they can never be you. And especially when you deliver on your purpose and with your team that understands and buys into your purpose. Purpose can be the true differentiator, especially in competitive times. Think of your organization's purpose as its North Star, guiding the organization whenever it comes to crucial decisions. And an organization's purpose needs to be that guide that consistently points the way over the long haul, even if it means occasionally losing something in the near term. The Disney Institute not long ago stated the difference between purpose and mission was as simple as sharing a dream versus operating a business. More and more today, I believe prospective candidates for employment want to be taken on an adventure rather than be hired for a job. If I'm a candidate, tell me more of your dream and be as vivid and as passionate as you can be so that I can buy into that same dream and sign on for the adventure that you're offering. And you can believe that customers are looking to sign on as well. Today's customers want to understand the why behind your organization as well. Aligning where they spend their resources and time is important to today's buyers and decision makers, not to mention their stakeholders. All of this is an area, unfortunately, many leaders fail to do. And I'm not just speaking about the C-suite leaders either. You can be a leader of your warehouse shift and still have a dream driven by purpose for your shift. You can still be a customer experience leader and still share your dream by detailing your team's purpose. Leaders of all levels face an ongoing challenge, however, and that challenge is to make sure that they first articulate clearly the organization's purpose and then make sure that them, there, and their team's actions and culture reaffirm that purpose. 
So if you find yourself struggling to attract top young talent, or your company finds the only way to retain your quote-unquote best and brightest is by overpaying them or contractual non-compete agreements, perhaps it's time to reconsider. What is our purpose? What is the adventure that we're asking our team to go on? And most importantly, do our everyday actions match up with that of the dream? Remember, today it's more about purpose than it is about paycheck. So what is the never-ending adventure that you and your team are on? I'm Dave Turner, and thanks for joining me. Well, that's it for this week's episode of Seat Yourself. And as always, I want to thank the Rockstar Category Manager, Shannon Talent, for joining us today. And of course, I want to thank you, our listeners, for joining in as well. And finally, I want to make a special thanks to the Edward Don and Company for sponsoring in part this episode of Seat Yourself. Edward Don and Company, everything but the food for nearly 100 years. And remember to be sure to check out their most recent tabletop advisor. You can download it from their website, www dot don.com just go to the homepage and scroll down to the publication section we'll see you next time but always remember tabletop matters that concludes this week's episode of tabletop journals seat yourself podcast series for more news information and insights on the hospitality tabletop industry be sure to check out tabletopjournal.com <laughs>